0: Aloha and welcome to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. I'm your adventure guide. I Maybe th- today I should say I'm your trail guide, Bear Wozniak, because we have, as our guest today, Father Bryce. He's a, a cowboy priest from Wyoming. We'll be right back with the Bear Wozniak Adventure.
1: Welcome to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. Kickstart that engine. And roll thunder with the pack. Explore the grittiness of manly spirituality. Gain traction in the virtues. Zoop up your spiritual engine by turning adversity into adventure. Now here's Bear Wozniak, let's ride.
0: Aloha, welcome back to the Bear Wozniak adventure. We say here in, uh, in our ministry that the most radical thing you can do in life is abandon yourself to the wild adventure of God's will. And that's what, that's what living in God's will is like. It makes you, when, you, when, you, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, when you're, when you're seeking God's will, you become fully human. You come become fully alive. It's like uh, having a, a a toy, a child's toy. Uh, it's really fun to play with. And then you put the batteries in, and it start and it lights up. That's what it's like when you give when you give your life to Jesus Christ. And I'm just going to say, I know it's true. That when I when we're we're here in Waikiki, a lot of people are coming and going. Uh, and then sometimes you'll be talk, you'll have it happen to have a conversation with someone. You can sense the light of Christ in them. You know when they've given their lives to Jesus. The Holy, our spirits witness. The Holy Spirit witnesses to, to you that that, that He's He's alive and, and, and uh, has brought that person to life. That's what really living. What really living is. And what's interesting is, like here in Waikiki, a lot of people will come and they love to the palm trees and they love the sand and they love everything about Waikiki. But they never, uh, they never jump in the ocean. You know, they they might go in ankle deep, but they never dive in and and, uh, and so we we invite you to dive in head first into the will of the Lord. Just 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 kind of step out of your comfort zone and just dive in head first. And it's just so refreshing and so new when you say to the Lord, "Thy will be done," because that's where the action is. It's like uh, if you want to have a radical experience in your life. Uh, say thy will be done Because then you get to see God do stuff You know you're right there You're under the spout where the Holy Spirit comes out so to speak You know you get to see God work and move And and you get to be part of that Sometimes God doesn't You don't see God doing anything You wonder where'd you go God Or God what are you doing wrong And then all of a sudden Days weeks or months pass by And you realize what God's been doing all along So we're so uh, So we invite you to 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 abandon yourself to God's will And we got with us today Father Bryce from uh, a, a a cowboy priest, a true cowboy priest from uh, Wyoming, joining us. Aloha, Father Bryce.
2: Aloha, Bear. Thanks for having me on. You honor. know
0: that old that old cowboy saying: "You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him surf." You know, but in your case, <laughs> but in your case, you actually I saw some some pictures of you riding, uh, carrying a blow up stand up surfboard up into the mountains.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we call it mountain surfing. <laughs> so we take, you uh, yeah, we, we uh, grab our paddle boards. This case, it was just one, our last one, and then saddle the horses, jump on the horses and just pack the uh, paddle board, clear up to these mountain lakes that are just awesome, but kind of untouchable because they're so far away. So, you know, that's a way for us to conquer them, so to speak.
0: I know my wife. My wife and I mostly stand up paddle surf. You know, it's a kind of a new thing on the mainland, but here in Hawaii, it's been done for fifteen hundred years. It yeah. kind of faded here. Uh, there was only a couple of older men that did it here. Uh, but we we basically stand up paddle surf. Unless it's like if we just got to be sixteen foot plus here last week, then we'll prone surf. But um, but we got to do that. My wife's going to want to get on a horse and, and ride up into one of those those remote lakes and stand up paddle surf with you guys. We would just. We would just love to do that, but we know that you know. Looking at your your uh, your site, and what is the name of your site? It's
2: wyomingcatholiccowboys.com
0: You got you post a lot of pictures of your life. You were raised, apparently. You were raised on a ranch, right?
2: So I grew up in a little town of Worland, Wyoming, and that's uh, just northern central part of Wyoming. And I'm I think I'm fifth generation. My mother's great grandparents homesteaded there. And we grew up off and on ranching. All the did, uh, extended family farmed and ranch. So I grew up in the midst of it. And then after high school, I did ranch for a few years full time in Montana.
0: Well, if you were, if you were fifth generation, that goes back almost to the time when when Wyoming was first. I mean, was it that the eighteen fifties or eighteen seventies?
2: eighteen ninety when when it was made a state. And I think I think we. Uh, they homesteaded after it was a state. If I got my dates but that's right, that's way back. We right th-
0: when we think of the, the 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 Western cowboy, that was the eighteen. That was right after the Civil War era. That when when we think of that, the West being kind of um, uh you know, people m- moving there and, and developing ranches there. So your family goes way back. What was mm-hmm. it like? What was it like being raised on a working ranch?
2: Yeah, like I said, we grew up in town, but my grandparents and all both sides of the family um farmed and ranch mainly growing up is a lot of farming um but that was just so good i can i mean we had tons of cousins and uh man we just grew up raw and real as i like to say i guess i mean we just spent our summers just running working uh getting hurt <laughs> Get yourself up. i mean it was just it was just part of the gamut
0: well you know you uh i see pictures of you guys branding so you actually you must have had cattle on that on your land so this is and
2: this is all up here during ministry or and here i'm in gillette wyoming now as an associate pastor at st matthews and so um what we do i mean i just spend the spring and i help ranchers all over the place and i grab guys and they jump in with me and and we just run the circuit on local brandings and uh, so that's all live stuff you know just here in the area of catholics those are all catholic ranchers in the area
0: what's that like uh what's that like branding i mean what 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 is i love
2: it there's I feel like uh, like a border collie dog chasing a ball. I <laughs> I could I would die before I quit. You know I got yeah. this saying that uh, I got this thing that cowboys don't quit; they die.
0: Uh, I love it. Love it.
2: Yeah, it's true, man. We, I just you know, I love Brandon because that's where rodeo even got to start, man. I mean, yeah. in a sense, I mean, you're and you're dragging; it's rough and tumble, and uh, it's it's very conducive to the, especially the masculine human soul.
0: You know, I, there's a, there's different types of rodeos on the on the on TV, and one of them is the actual mm-hmm. ranch type rodeo. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and one of my friends here, um, Chris Gokey, he's a helicopter pilot for the military, but he was a, he's a surfer and a golfer and a bull rider, and I he was raised uh, you know a, on a ranch, and I asked him, so what's the hardest of all of those, surfing, or golfing, or bull riding? And he said golfing
2: <laughs> and he's a good That's golfer awesome. you know but yeah
0: so so you you, you you i know one of the things that you, you the statement i think it was your father or your grandfather said when it's branding time everyone turns 21 because everyone's got to get down in the dirt and gritty and tumble and right
2: well you are and then it's like uh even if you're you know way past prime 50 and that calf comes through the gate on the rope all of a sudden, you're 21 and you're grabbing him and you're and you just I mean you just go into go mode, you know. Yeah. And you pay for it the next day, but it's good.
0: Well, I was I was there in Boise and I was talking with this woman. I said, you know, when you brand a cow like that to keep, you know, so we have branding them to identify them. I We always say for accounting purposes, uh, that's a cruel basis of accounting, right? Because it's cruel. And it's just she said, yeah, that's a cow. And you use a calculator to count all the cattle. It was getting pretty ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty deep, man. But you know, on, on, on what was it that began? That began We're gonna. We got a break here in a minute or two. But what was it that began to? What was it about in your youth that began to draw you towards the priesthood?
2: Yeah, man. I uh, I never thought of it as a young man. I really, or as a growing up, I was never inspired to. I. I moved to Montana right after high school. And I'll say the most single one decision in my life, the best decision I ever made, most crucial was that first Sunday morning I woke up on my own. And I sat there and I thought, for a minute, I said, man, I guess it's up to me whether I want to go to Mass.
0: Wow. And uh,
2: I worked for my uncle and I didn't even, hardly got that thought out of my head. And he knocked on the door, let's go. And we went to Mass. Wow. And uh, from, from there, for me, it was just steady progression. One, one, Uh, Lent. I was inspired by the example of my grandparents who had recently passed to go to daily mass, and then that was that was a pretty that was pretty rocket shot in my life. And then, um, you know, a lot of steps along the way, but it really was when I was ranching full time. Um, This was kind of later in my experience in Montana. And where where were you in Montana? It was as good as it gets.
0: Where were you in Montana?
2: So Helena to begin with, right. and then on that ranch, it was south of Great Falls on the Smith River.
0: Okay, we, we want to hear more about this when we come back from our break. We're talking with Father Bryce. He's a cowboy priest from Wyoming. And then and your site again where they can listen to your your homilies are awesome.
2: Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, WyomingCatholicCowboys.com.
0: How hard is that to remember? WyomingCatholicCowboys.com. This is Bear Wozniak. We'll be right back with more of the Bear Wozniak Adventure. We want to remind you uh, that we have a school of manliness uh school bear schoolofmanliness.com. that's bear school of manliness.com and it's interesting because we have a three-year cycle uh uh leading men in just, in, uh, in uh pursuing the virtues and growing as men getting traction as men but it's all cowboy themed and then we have an opportunity to talk with father bryce so we're pretty stoked about having you here we'll be right back with more of the bear woznik adventure
3: this is daniel the boone markham with another episode of country up epics been ruminating on epics history often pivots on such events the likes of the invention of the printing press and the plow closer to home were the bombing of pearl harbor the assassinations of president kennedy and dr king the fall of the berlin wall man landing on the moon and the attack on the twin towers without a doubt it's instructive to reflect on history's great moments even tragic ones and useful to reflect on such moments in our own lives they can bring helpful lessons if we be looking for them my epics at age 14 seen my daddy die hauling my cousin's body out of the cold columbia river a priest trying to rape me my first love becky my encounter with jesus the birth of my children the loss of my first marriage and the grinding unrelenting depression that followed but there's my wedding to Colette and getting four more daughters in the deal, making a total of seven. The Guardian Daily newspaper of Great Britain listed the conversion of the Apostle Paul as one of the ten great epic moments in all of history. Saul of Tarsus, the great persecutor of the early church, had a stunning, yes, epic encounter with Christ that changed the trajectory of his life, altering human history to this day. Yet, without Christ, there would have been no Paul. Thus, in this cowpoke's limited understanding, seems to me the birth and resurrection of Christ topped the list of epic moments in the long hallways of history. Apart from his birth, there is no Savior. Apart from the resurrection, there is no triumph over death. And without which Paul wrote, we would be downright miserable. Thanks be to God for epics. This is Daniel the Boone Markham at org on a journey a few miles this side of heaven.
1: is a warning the bear Wozniak adventure is dangerous the radical change bear challenges you to is not for wimps change this station now to a soft rock station before it's too late you've been warned
0: now here is bear Wozniak. aloha welcome back to the bear Wozniak adventure man we really want to talk to you i remember when i was uh I was in Florida and I was praying with Jamie Derzapolsky at spirit FM down there. And I had a a radio show. I had a podcast and I was doing little five minute segments for his Catholic radio show there, the drive home show. And I was down there in Orlando and we were praying and I just had this, I don't want to call it a vision, but I had this real clear image in my mind, uh, that we, that our ministry was to the guy in the black pickup truck. And, uh, in other words we wanted our ministry to be gritty enough and real enough that that real men would be attracted to to the lord through our ministry and then i had an image of a of a fire starting in florida and one in hawaii and that's exactly what happened we had a radio show on a station in florida then hawaii and then of course and then the vision was that it would go throughout the country and it did when we got up, when EWTN picked up our show. But our ministry is to men. And you know, that, that guy in the black pickup truck to me is an image of a guy that's very gritty and and, and wants the truth and, and, and runs from uh, false uh, false, uh, sort of that false soft male that so often is associated with Catholicism or with Christianity. The Ned Flanders type. But the problem with that, the, in that image that I had, there was a guy in a black pickup truck and he had nothing in the bed of his truck, so his wheels were spinning and not getting any traction in the gravel. And uh, and so I thought, that's the guy, we need to teach him how to put that tool bed in the back of that truck, that tool box in the back of that truck so that he can get traction. And then, uh, and then we were, uh, three days later, I was surfing with a friend of mine on the other side of Florida in Cocoa Beach, and this guy in a black pickup truck rolled through the parking lot, and uh, there was no, and his wheels weren't spinning because he had a big old heavy, toolbox in the back of that truck and as he drove by dennis and i go that's just like what i was praying the other day look at that you know and uh and and then as he rolled past us he was checking out the surf and leaving he rolled down the window of his truck the back window and there was like a it looked like there's a it was like a wild bobcat in the back of his back seat of his truck that's what we want we want you to have that wildness that untamed Uh, feeling about you because that's that's the kind of man that the Lord can use and that's what our ministry is about and that's what the School of Manliness is is about so check it out go to com and join us on our on our quest to go deeper with God we have Father Bryce the Catholic uh, Wyoming Catholic cowboy uh, priest with us Father Bryce welcome to the Bear Wozniak adventure and where can people find you again
2: wyomingcatholiccowboys.com
0: and I'm jealous because I saw Father Mitch back while riding with you guys. I want to come That's out there. Awesome. Wanna, you got to find an excuse for me to get out there. Uh, when, you're, when you're working on the ranch, it's a very dangerous thing. And I wanted to ask you, what kind of lessons, uh, life lessons, do you learn? Uh, you know, whether it's it, you know in, in terms of uh, things like prudence or fortitude, courage, you know, courage. What kind of life lessons can you share with our men?
2: Well, for sure, courage, but I think, I think it's gotta be guided by prudence because there's a, I mean, there's a, you know, you gotta know when to hold them, know one to fold them. As they say, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're in a situation, you do gotta, you gotta step it up, but there's a time to get out of the way. And I, I think prudence, um, is he got me kind of thinking is definitely an over an overarching virtue but um yeah there's there's a lot there um we don't want to just be uh just do whatever you know just uh let's go do it um you do want to be guided what's the what's the best long-term reasoning so it's it's kind of all those cardinal virtues but tell tell me about this
0: when you're when you're working in branding it's for example it's Mm -hmm. a kind of a chaotic situation but you definitely have uh Rules that you live by when you're doing that every man mm-hmm. everyone. What, what do you tell people like if I was to show up and start working with you? Don't, don't you mm-hmm. there's kind of a guiding? Uh, there's a way you'd go about it. It looks chaotic But yeah. one person does this one person does that and one of the things you mm-hmm. don't you don't do mm-hmm. that
2: Good so yeah, yeah as it, you were kind of saying that I always have to give my uh, My uh, pre ride discourse, which is when you're working cows take nothing personal Uh. i know just because uh i mean it can be you can be calling shots and it's not like hey man you're not yelling at anybody it's a little bit of a joke but there's truth in it but i as you kind of mentioned that what really when it works well is when everybody does their job and when it doesn't work well is when i try to tell somebody else how to do their job you've just got to let them call the shots as they see best fit so it's a real camarader- camaraderie, and because uh, if one guy tries to start mar- micromanaging, like no, go over there, move over there, you do that, and it just it turns chaotic, and then very uh. Uh, the the level of the blood pressure level goes high. So if you can just calm and cool, everyone work together silently a lot of times and just do their job. It's a beautiful experience, real cool har- harmony.
0: And how do you how do you see that as as in the body of Christ?
2: Yeah, good call. Well, I mean, you know, kind of shooting from the hip here. If, you know, we are guided by the Spirit, you know, and in in we're all, you and I, members of the body of Christ, guided by the same Spirit, um, I think in a sense, that's what we got to rely on. And I oh, always got this line stay in your lane. You know, I got to trust you to do your job and not me think that I know how you do for you to do your job better right mm-hmm. you've got to act as in follow christ as you see that fit best fit and i have to do the same you know so trusting that same spirit us.
0: you know we can challenge each other and encourage each other and inspire each other but ultimately in hawaii we have a saying a word kuleana and it's more than just saying this is my job or it's it's more than saying this is my stewardship it's like saying this is mine god's given me this kuleana don't don't uh you know if I ask for help or ask for advice, you give it to me. But if I don't, then, you know, it's none of your business sort of thing. Uh, I don't yeah. know how to say it. We want to be humble enough to receive, uh, to receive, uh, help and encouragement and to even to be challenged and to grow. But at the same token, we need to take personal responsibility. What if it's my kuliana? like here, if you were, if you were, uh, here working, uh, uh, at a restaurant and someone said, uh, and, and your, your job was to bust tables, but someone else came and bust that table for you, you'd say, brah, that's my, my kuleana, that's my stewardship, that's my, that's my role. So that, what's, one, what's interesting, though, Father, is in the church today, we see that a lot of men have, have just stepped away from the role within the church, and the women have had to step up and fill that vacuum. Men are not taking care of their kuleana in the church itself yeah. or in their families. What would you say to them?
2: Well, I totally agree. Um, in that dynamic, I think it's it's both ways. Um, you know, I and I think we both try to really present uh, the faith in a truly masculine way. I mean that it that it's. I mean, it's not that's not the only way, but we try to live our faith in a masculine way that it's attractive to others. And I, I just don't know that everybody's seen that. And I think when you do see it, then it does attract the guy in the black pickup truck to, to want to live his faith because we all want to live for something greater than ourselves. And what better thing than to live for God?
0: Wow. That's heavy. Yeah. We, we, we have men, you know, Father, I don't even use the word masculine anymore because it's been mm-hmm. so co opted. I just use manly.
2: Yeah, just go for and it. Plus,
0: it's politically incorrect too. So I just use manly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there, but, but it is true that, um, uh men have been have people can say well you know society's redefined the roles of men or or you can say well you know women have kind of taken over uh some of the men's responsibilities and that's 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 men talking like victims mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's not society and it's not it's not um that you've been pushed out of the way you haven't you've you've left a vacuum men need to m- men need to begin to need to step up and take that role of leadership, of protection, and and provision, and all the things that we see. Father, um, we've got to take a break here in just one minute. What would you say to that man right now in the black pickup truck who's been searching for God?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, don't be afraid. I, I And I, one line I just keep thinking of, you said it the earlier, I always say, like, Catholicism in particular. Catholicism is about being fully human. You know, it doesn't want to rob our joy or our character. He wants to like elevate it. And uh, so, uh, yeah, it's definitely um, fuel in the tank. You know, it brings us alive. God does and his church.
0: And what if it isn't a Chevy pickup?
2: Getting right uh, back I to don't you. Know.
0: I, don't know. <laughs> I, I know you love Chevys. <laughs> we'll be so if you have got a black pickup truck and you're not driving a Chevy, then you can ignore everything Father has been saying. <laughs> we'll be right back with more of the Bear Wastick Adventure and Father Bryce, uh, the Catholic cowboy priest from Wyoming. Deep Adventure Ministries is grateful to Notre Dame Federal Credit Union for underwriting. The Bear Wozniak Adventure on EWTN. Notre Dame Federal Credit Union provides car loans, mortgages, SBA loans, and depository accounts nationwide, as well as 24-hour support. Go to deepadventure.com to find their link, or go to notredamefcu.com. Mahalo to Notre Dame Federal Credit Union for making the Bear Wozniak Adventure possible. This is Bear Wozniak in my home in Waikiki Beach with another Deep Adventure moment. You know, Hawaii, we have a word, a very special word, and that word is kuleana. If you go to the restaurant here and you see someone maybe busting the dishes when they're really supposed to be waiting on tables, maybe uh, someone from the mainland will come and say, I'm gonna go help this guy, I'm gonna bust his dishes for him, even though it's not my job. That that guy that you bust the dishes for, that brother, as we would say here in Hawaii, we will come up to you and say, brah, that's my kuliāna. What are you doing with my kuliāna? Kuliāna is special here. It means it's your responsibility, but it means it's your responsibility. It's like you own that kuliāna. You own that responsibility. It's very powerful and a very spa, uh, special word. Well, men, I want to speak to you directly right now. John Paul II, when he wrote his first book, Love, and responsibility aloha and kuliana they must go together uh, men so often you're neglecting your woman you're not cherishing her she's your kuliāna. so often you let her bring the children to church uh, let her teach them the Bible stories men get your kuliāna to lead your family to teach them while you're on the way with them and men you're not cherishing your families. You're not pr- spending time in prayer. When the children wake up a little bit early, they should see you in your chair praying. Men, it's your kuliana to pray for your family. It's your kuliana to provide for them, to protect them, to cherish them, to, to be devoted to them, to lay your life down to them. Men, step into your kuliana. It'll open your life to the greatest adventure and the greatest fulfillment. This is Bear Wozniak with DeepAdventure.com.
1: Men, yes, we mean you. Go to DeepAdventure.com and check out Bear's Man Cave, a men's only Facebook group. Join the pack with other men as they challenge and inspire one another to manly virtue. Plus, you can dialogue with us in our regular video chat meetups. Plus, get your exclusive content. Join at deepadventure.com.
0: That's deepadventure.com. Aloha, welcome to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. We love the mama bears here in our, here, here in our show. Uh, you, you know who you are. When we go into Mass in the mornings uh, we see uh, the women that are there often wearing a wedding ring and sitting by themselves and they're praying the rosary. We admire you and in fact you're probably the real heroes of the Catholic faith. And uh, especially uh, the way you care for your family and especially the men in your family. Um, You know when we had my cabin in in, uh, Glacier Park uh, up in Montana, I happened to build it right on a grizzly corridor. what they called it. It's like a 20-yard path that the grizzlies like to go down to the Flathead River on because it had a certain berry that they liked. And from time to time, you would see the grizzlies and one thing you didn't want to do is get between a grizzly and her cubs. You know, There's no one more fierce. So when we say mama bears, we know you could be sweet, cuddly mama bears, but we're speaking to that fierce love that you have for your family and we love and appreciate your prayers and support for the ministry but we've done more than just we've decided we need to have a place for our mama bears so we have a we have a if you go to um, our website deepadventure.com and you click on um, the mama bears mug club we have actually have a, a community for you now it's it's a Facebook-like community, a secret community where the women get together and they can challenge each other and encourage each other, and inspire each other, and especially some of them uh, would uh, come together there because they're looking for a place, some arrows for their quiver, and how they can reach their men, the men in their lives for Christ. But um, it's just it's we're led by Shandy Burke, uh, and we'd just love for you to go and become part of the Momma Bears, and plus so you can support our ministry there too. We're talking with Father Bryce. He's a he's a cowboy priest from Wyoming. Uh, and, fa- Father, uh, we, I love cowboys. You know, my new book, The Twelve Rules of Manliness, is based on, on the cowboy. You know, when I think about cowboys, you think about the Louis L'Amour westerns that I've read. And, by the way, my f- first editor was Louis L'Amour's last editor. Isn't that amazing? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. great cow western writer. But I remember when you think about a cowboy, you think about someone who's true to his word, Rides for the brand. What are some of the What are some of the characteristics you think of the of the cowboys that you've known in your life? What What I, when I was in Boise, I asked this woman there. This man came up to me at my book signing table, and I looked up and I go, "Are you a cowboy?" And he goes, "Well, I've always worked on ranches." And his wife goes. He's a cowboy. He was probably in his late 70s. He's a cowboy, and the next day we were riding motorcycles, and they were the escort truck. And I asked her, "So, are, are the men today uh, anything like? Are the men today any of the men these these bikers? Are they kind of like cowboys?" And she goes, "They're not anything like cowboys." It was like she said that with a great sense of loss. Mm-hmm. What to, what is that cowboy mystique? What is that the what is it about a cowboy? What are the the virtues of the cowboy that we that that come to mind?
2: Yeah. You know, so many I can remember, uh, just from my own perspective on that question. I mean, growing up, uh, my heroes have always been cowboys. Uh. The brandings, uh, as kids, my dad was uh, roping and, and I mean, just, uh, you know, I mean, all those old cowboy heroes wrapped up in one and man, it inspired me and looking back now, that's kind of where it all even began. But as you mentioned, Louis L'Amour, I, my cousin is a huge fan of Louis L'Amour. And he, he, he made this connection. He says, in every Louis L'Amour novel, there's always a woman at the end of it, a woman to save, you know? And I think of that virtue just in life, uh, the complementarity between man and woman. And I always, I always go with a branding pin. But um, so man, you know, we, iron sharpens iron. When there's two of us working, you know, we, there's the competitiveness. You know but then you throw a, a cute little cowgirl on the krill fence and all of a sudden boy howdy you, you know i mean you work we harder you know, right you know, it, it's good and it's and, you know it can be taken the wrong way but it, but that dynamic is so true how a woman just so encourages us and brings out the men in us and i think the same with our lord i really do i think i see him carrying the cross and then, and then, making an eye contact with with his mother Mary, and just being like, "It's go time," you know. And he just, he really mans up and and completes the mission. And so, I, I think that virtue is very much in all of us as men. Uh, the cowboy theme, for sure. You know, you
0: Yeah, you know, if you think about the Louis L'Amour westerns. Yeah, there always is a girl. Almost always, there's a girl that he's he's uh, protecting. And, and and a lot of times it's not love. It's not like a romantic thing. But most, of the, quite often, it is. You never see them uh, having uh, sex outside of marriage. You know, it's nothing. It's not like that. It's true love's true self donation. Truly laying his life down for that woman and truly cherishing her. And often it isn't until the very last page where he gets that squeamish feeling and finally said, you know uh you know, may you know, lets her know her know how he feels. But she, she that that cowboy in the Louis Lamore Westerns is standing between her and and uh you know danger. And that and, and and he does that with a certain humility and he does it in a sacrificial way and he does it in a way that doesn't expect to be rewarded.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm yeah. And cherishing yeah, the woman. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Father. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just, no, it's just so true on, that, on all sorts of fronts. And I, I, I think of my dad a lot. Um, so, and and ride for the brand, that's kind of my, my go-to slogan in a lot of ways. And I just, Dad just turned 70 and we just, um, oh, I made him an old photo kind of book of throughout the years. and I, But I put on there, to Dad, uh, a man who always rides for the brand, just never his own. And the, the wow. loyalty, the loyalty that my dad showed me in the cowboy show, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to own your own spread to be a cowboy. I mean, we ride for the brand. I don't own a ranch, you know? And, uh, but I ride for Christ,
0: you know? Yeah. It's one of the themes of our school of manliness. It's one of the chapters of my book is riding for the brand.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and I have this p- image of three cowboys uh, 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 riding away, and there's a cross in the background in the sunset. You know, riding for what does it mean to you to ride for the brand as a as a Catholic?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, there's loyalty involved in that. Um, that I'm dedicated to this mission. For me, it's not my own brand. Um, and uh, and the selflessness that that comes for that. So I and I I, I like sayings. I come up with them, but I, you know, like um. I work for god not for money you know i like uh, this uh this mission uh, that i'm on is not uh, you know for the paycheck by any means and i so many cowboys do the same i mean they mm. i mean most of the ranches i know if they if they actually made a dollar an hour for
0: mm-hmm. their work i'd be surprised right. Oh. right what are some of the things that you remember your dad saying what kind of sayings that oh, yeah. kind of you know oh, how that yeah, yeah
2: he's that's probably where i get him but uh, uh plan your work and work your plan you know um lead follower get the hell out of the way <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh there's several let's kind of come to the give us a right couple now.
0: more give us a couple more
2: okay um oh yeah all's well that ends well that's our famous <laughs> it doesn't matter how you go out there as long as you got the cow Uh, (laughs) what's mine i'll give you one of mine
0: yeah let's hear some of yours i want to hear some of yours
2: the the true mark of a cowboy is not if you get bucked off but whether you get back on again
0: yeah that's true that's true i last time i i remember dismounting a cowboy a a horse about two years ago and i was going to be really cool about it you know like i see everybody just kind of you know just kind of slide off that horse really cool I ended up mm-hmm. underneath the horse looking up at the stars, and there, were, and there were no stars. It was the middle of the day, but I was mm-hmm. seeing
2: stars. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, so I had to get back up on that horse, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh,
0: so, so what else, uh, what else does your, uh, do you think about when you think of the Louis Lamore, the cowboy virtue?
2: Well, and, and this is where uh, I guess my whole MO, you know, the way I roll is I'm a son before I'm a father. Okay, and I and I think that's crucial for us is is, I mean, as humans, and I look at our Lord and He nails it. Uh, he owned His sonship way before He was the Messiah. You know, I mean, it was always out of that sonship that He, that He acted in the Messiah role. Now I get it; He was both always, but, but He He owned He was, uh, it was always Father. You know, He can only call mm. Father Father from the perspective of the Son. Wow. So, uh, in my ministry, and, and I, what I encourage guys to do, is is to own that sonship, like, you know, Bryce, you know, that's that's who I am. And then from there, you know, act and mission, I'm Father Bryce too, you know, and I never divorced the two, but I can distinguish, and I always live from that core, that center of my identity as a baptized child, son of God.
0: Yeah, it's you know you you, you talk about um, one of your homilies I saw was tr- a gritty is it tough grace or gritty grace or I
2: I called it tough grace yeah. yeah
0: tough grace what do you mean by that
2: well and I shoot from the hip a lot of the times for my homilies you know in a calculated way but what I mean and I was Saint Rosalima and she said you know um, grace comes after tribulation. And it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's awesome to walk outside and have the sun hit you and smell the flowers. And that's great. But what about when uh, my spouse dies? I'm diagnosed with cancer. Traumatic events happen. Um, is there grace involved in that? Yeah, a lot of grace. And it's grace that really takes root and bears fruit in our lives. But in the moment, it's hard to see it. Um, but that's not what I distinguish between cheap grace and tough grace. It's all grace, uh, but we just need to really be prepared to weather those storms that are gonna uh, bring the green grass that comes afterwards.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's like after the rain comes the, the, the rich green grass. We're talking to Father Bryce, the cowboy priest from Wyoming. We'll be right back with more of the Bear Wasnick Adventure. Deep Adventure Ministries is grateful to Notre Dame Federal Credit Union for underwriting the Bear Wozniak Adventure on EWTN. Notre Dame Federal Credit Union provides car loans, mortgages, SBA loans, and depository accounts nationwide, as well as 24-hour support. Go to deepadventure.com to find their link, or go to notre damefcu.com. Mahalo to Notre Dame Federal Credit Union for making the Bear Wozniak Adventure possible. There's a song my wife Cindy shared with me that goes, Where have all the cowboys gone? We don't need more nice guys. What the world needs is good men. Men who don't apologize for pursuing manly virtue. Men who willingly step into the role of protector, provider, and servant leader. We created the school of manliness just for men like you, Join our school and our non-Facebook Man Cave community. All available on our smartphone app and on your PC. Go to deepadventure.com. Aloha. Welcome back to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. We want to thank you for all you uh, who love our TV show, Long Ride Home. You know, if you uh, go to bearschoolofmanliness.com and you subscribe... You receive uh, all a- access to all of our episodes of our motorcycle TV show, including the ones that haven't even aired on EW10 yet. you get all of my my daily catechisms that that we post. Uh, you get all of uh, all of the Bear Wozniak Adventure Radio shows and so much more. Uh, so go to BearSchoolOfManliness.com. This is for the women can go there too, and and uh, and subscribe and become part of the uh, part of the pack and uh, and uh, and. And receive all those benefits and also you become for the men they become part of the Bears man cave Uh, it's like a Facebook group but it's not on Facebook group not on Facebook and we have the same thing for the mama bears so come join the pack we'd love to have you guys become a bigger part of the ministry we have today and we appreciate you so much by the way we have today with us father Bryce the uh, Catholic cowboy from Wyoming father Bryce aloha Aloha there. I, I remember leaving my my Montana uh, cabin and driving through Wyoming and father, it was early in the morning just before way before sunrise when I drove through Wyoming It was about to be sunrise. I saw thousands of antelope. thousands, thousands, not a couple here and there, right? Mm-hmm. Wyoming is amazing. It's so beautiful. yeah yeah a lot
2: of, a lot of antelope and just tons of diversity terrain, animals, climate, it's its the whole gamut.
0: Everything about it. You know, we were talking earlier about how Louis L'Amour was my, f- the last editor for Louis L'Amour, the great Western writer, was my first editor. Lou Aronica was his oh, name. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about how in, your brother is a, is a big fan. I think he said your brother is a big fan of it. because And he says that at the end of every single uh, Louis L'Amour movie, somewhere in that book, there's a man, the hero is protecting a woman, almost always um but you know one of the and, and so one of the themes in my book the rules of manliness is 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 cherish your woman and one of the women that you cherish is your wife or the one that you're in love with or going to marry but there's also uh there's also this woman our lady mary mm. to cherish your woman there's, jesus called her woman so what mm. what do we what, what is the role of mary in our lives? Think about Jesus and his his sonship, not only to the Father, but to Mary.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um for sure. I mean I, the whole dynamic, it's true in every vocation. It's not good for man to be alone, you know? Mm. So even if we are celibate or, you know, we still need that feminine component. And I just wanted to you, you like Lou the Moore, I love Lou the Moore. I also like Matt Dillon he's kind of mm-hmm. my favorite cowboy yeah. Matt dylan was a celibate man he was single right and that's uh, right and that's, that's one reason why he could just um be a wildcat, you know to act so bravely but he also had a woman he protected miss kitty that's right? true so i i love Gunsmoke, but it's an example um i feel the same way definitely for jesus uh, i mean he's the he's the prototypical man he's the man right and uh it's not good for man to be alone. Who was the feminine counterpart in his life? His mother, Mary, in a very chaste, beautiful way. I can only imagine that uh, she inspired him uh, to act the way he did in the way any man's wife or would in a human way. And I i mean, personally, um, Mary is a huge component, especially to the priesthood, without a doubt, for all of us. Because she's really truly that only woman that can totally satisfy our feminine desires in a total chaste way right um but for the priest in particular who is celibate does not have that visible spouse yeah the church but who's the image of the church our blessed mother it's very crucial for us to for me all of us but especially the priest to have a deep uh intimate relationship with her um she plays that that feminine counterpart to us inspires us in a lot of ways
0: you know even when i wasn't uh, for a while i i was raised catholic but for a while i went i in, in pursuit of going deeper with god i w- went into the non-denominational church area and uh, i never really understood the role of mary as a young catholic i know we weren't worshiping her but i didn't understand the concept of the communion of the saints that we mm-hmm. can ask those who have gone before us to pray for us and things like that and in the protestant world there would be this cat castigated Catholics about their love for Mary and then I would defend her even though I didn't understand I would defend her um, she's Jesus mom I was with father Don Calloway in Israel um, with his mother and it was so neat to see their relationship how she was always helping him and hey don't forget to do this and you know carrying his book you know just making sure everything went smoothly for him and his love for her and I, I found myself I say asking his mom hey can you tell father Don this for me Mm-hmm. You know, like she, she was like, mm-hmm. you know, it was almost like what, why, why, what do you tell people that don't understand why Mary? Why is she there? Doesn't she just get in the way? Why don't we just go directly to Jesus? Uh, can we go directly to Jesus? Why, why, do, why do Catholics love her?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there, it's, there's a lot there. I, I think kind of goes back to the witness of Christ in his life, but then his last words on the cross. First, woman, behold your son, then, son, behold your mother, you know, and that's, that's a, uh, you know, that's his last words, but it kind of sums it up in a, in a sense. And then you theologically, you know, through our baptism, Jesus has become our brother. So de facto, she's become our spiritual mother, mm-hmm. but then broaden it out a little bit. I, I'm big on the fatherhood, you know, this, I'm a son before I'm a father. Well, um, just in that very dynamic you said, whether it's a friend to his mother or to him or in a family, me to want to go to dad it's it's a very um easy route to go to your mother in order to get your dad now it's not she's not the mediator between us and the father only I mean, Jesus is, but she leads us to Jesus, do whatever he tells you you know and and so um I just feel like entrusting ourselves to her as Jesus commanded us to do, it's a direct line to him. And then the other beautiful component of that is that, um, you know, between the woman and the, and, the, and the devil, there's enmity. You know, in her arms, the devil can't reach us. So there's just a, a, a tremendous goodness in her arms. I always kind of feel like she keeps us in the saddle of sonship.
0: Mm That's well said. Uh, you know, for me, I, the other day I was surfing and um, I know this sounds funny, but I just felt like I just felt like because when I Mary for me for many years uh, since returning to the church is the person I go to battle with. You know, my rosary is I think, mm-hmm. hanging behind me. You know, I've learned to go to battle with Mary, but it took me a while to understand that she really loves me. You know, Mary really loves each person, too. And I know when I was surfing the other day, I just had this beautiful ride, and I just said to hell, Mary, and I just felt her joy, that uh, my own remembrance of her, and then her, her treasuring my, my experience and love for life, you know, just, just using this physical body that God gave us. So when we say how in Louis Lamore Westerns, the, the, um, the, uh, there's always a woman, that the man is protecting. And we think of the woman in our lives, or maybe our mothers, or maybe our sisters or friends, or maybe our wife or our our fiance or girlfriend. And there's also the woman we cherish, Mary, but the church is a woman too. The church is someone that we we cherish. Tell us about that, especially as a priest.
2: Well, it's it's a unique uh, dimension of our spiritual life, but especially for the priest. So I was, well, what I came part of my journey ranching and stuff, I mean, uh, but anyway, when I when I really uh, kind of noticed this deeper call and desire. I was even engaged at the time. Wow, um, but there was other components to that. It was a beautiful experience and um, tons of respect for for her. but uh, there was a there was something in my heart, and she wasn't Catholic, and it caused me to un Kind of realized that, man. I there's something I didn't love her unconditionally because I kind of wanted to change her. That's another story. But what I did <laughs> notice, what I did notice, I loved the church unconditionally, and I'm like, what is that desire? I mean, I loved her like a spouse. I don't you know. Lo- I mean, you love anyway, the that's, church that's, like that's, a spouse. You said, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's very priestly, and uh, and maybe everyone has. That's great. But I, I think for the priesthood, because that, that is then our spouse, is the church, you know.
0: And you talk about the chasteness of the, of the Louis Lamore Western or the mm-hmm. cowboy. Uh, we got one minute. Speak to the, speak to the chasteness uh, for men out there that are not married. In the, what do you speak to them about celibacy and chasteness? That maybe they want to be married, yeah. but maybe they're not called the priesthood, but the being, being pure. You talked about it as I, one of your things was cracking the whip.
2: Could be. <laughs> and Jesus
0: coming in and cleaning uh, house and purity.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I mean, chastity is such a beautiful virtue. It's so freeing. And celibacy in particular, that's how, you know, priests are called to live chastity. We're all called that virtue. But celibacy is off the charts and it's the freedom that it gives a person to be a wild man for God, you know, in a in a prudent way. Mm. But um but I, you know, I've already died. That's why I wear the black, you know. And I don't, you know, you can't kill me because I've already died to myself. And, and celibacy is one image of that. I've also wow. risen to.
0: For those of you who didn't see, he just uh, flicked his finger at his at the white, that the Roman collar, the white Roman collar, a, a vision, a, an image of his, of, of the, of, our resurrection Mm -hmm. there's little nuggets that you've shared with us throughout this 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 hour that's just been phenomenal we've been talking with father bryce the catholic cowboy priest from wyoming father we got to go and one of the things we say here in uh, deep adventure ministries before we leave is aloha ha means breath aloha means to give breath so we're going to do an aloha so i'll i I, maybe you can join me i don't know but we do it kind of long and kind of loud May the breath of the Holy Spirit, remember Jesus breathed his Holy Spirit on his disciples. May the breath of the Holy Spirit aloha you. Aloha! (laughs) Thank you, Father, for being with us. Thank you. You've been
2: listening to the Bear Woznik Adventure. Go to bearwoznik.com to get your free audio and other exciting content. Plus, you can pick up the Long Ride Home 10-episode DVD set, autographed copies of Bear's books, Long Ride Home shirts, tanks, coffee cups, and even motorcycle pins and patches. And find out how guys can sign up for Bear's Man Cave online Facebook group. All at bearwoznik.com.